Hello, Mama. Welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. I am Cynthia Castro, your host. So honored to be with you today. Thanks for joining in. Whether your goals or New Year's resolutions are to maybe live healthier, let's say lose weight, exercise more, improve your fitness, maybe you have goals of like having more food freedom from emotional eating or like me eating less sugar, being more patient with your kids, drinking less alcohol, having a better marriage, saving more money, or any other goal, this episode is worth a listen. Because today you're going to learn the most powerful way that will help you to actually achieve your goals this year. And I walk you through six powerful ways to transform your mindset so that way you can walk in the freedom and experience breakthrough according to God's will and plan and purpose for you, mama. This is a good one. So grab your journal and pen. But before we get going, I want to remind you of a free resource I have for you. If you need a solution to stop the dinnertime stress, yes, right? Go get my free downloadable five tips for stress-free dinner time guide. Absolutely free. It's a gift that I have for you for being part of the Rooted Working Mom community. You can get it at bit.ly forward slash stress-free dinner time or email me and then I'll send you the link. So get that so that way you can have a more peaceful and joyful dinner time with your family. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. All right, let's do this, my friend. I have been waiting so long to record this topic for you. Um, It's been some time because I've just been waiting for the right time, and I'm excited that the time is finally here, that I feel like I have been hearing the Lord say that this is a time, now is the time to focus on 
the renewal of our minds so that way we can walk in freedom and the gifts that he has waiting for us. And we are saying, not today, Satan, no more. We will no longer allow him to work with the wool pulled over our eyes in the darkness against us and our kids and our purpose and our kingdom work that we are going to actively defend our mind and take authority. Mama, we are going to walk in the authority, the authority that God has given us. We're rising up and we're rising in our authority and taking authority over our thoughts and our mindset. And so the number one thing that we must do to actually achieve any goal that you have this year and experience breakthrough in any area of your life is to renew our mind in Christ, right? Like that is the most fundamental foundational piece to any any breakthrough or any ability to achieve your goals. It may be um, short term without this, but if we're looking for a life term, ever changing, complete breakthrough, it starts with the renewal of our mind in Christ. And then from there, we have to have a plan, we have to have commitment, we have to have knowledge and skills, and, and we can move forward from there. But if we do not take care of this first step, then mama, it is super difficult to have success in any area of your life because this is an area in which we are attacked so, so heavily by our enemy. I'll share with you that one of my goals this year is to eat healthier but particularly to eat less sugar, right? And so God has invited me on a food freedom journey with him. It actually started the end of last year and it's carried over to this year for me. And it's a freedom from emotional eating because I've had, or he's given me the revelation that I tend to turn to sugar for comfort rather than to him, my father God, right? Our father God. When I'm feeling stressed or frustrated or tired or bored or anxious, or maybe I'm upset or sad, I turn to chocolate, ice cream, a vanilla latte from Starbucks, right? I even will have cereal, just anything sweet. I love sweet stuff, right? And so God has revealed to me so graciously that by turning to food as my helper and my comfort and not to him as my comforter in this time of need and as my refuge, I'm actually giving control to food over me rather than to him. Lots more to cover there. And I'm pretty sure I will do an episode on this at some point. I'm still walking this out because freedom from sugar addiction, it is kind of embarrassing to say that, but it's like, I am walking through freedom from sugar addiction and and this is my breakthrough. I'm claiming it as my breakthrough and I'm doing it by the renewal of my mind throughout my day so that food is no longer an idol and that God is put in his rightly place first in my life, right? So I'm going to turn to God first and not to him. And all of this is happening through this process of renewing my mind, which I'll um, walk you through here in a bit. But It's a journey and it takes intentional actions daily. And so, like I said, I'm not fully there yet, but I have made significant process in this area of renewing my mindset 
and not allowing the lies of the enemy to control me, but to um, allowing God to have the control. If we look at God's word, the Bible tells us in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, right? So the Bible, God's word, the truth, and again, the the, the word of God is active and um, God speaks to you through his word. So that's why it's so important that you're reading his word and reading the Bible and, and making time for that because that's his way, his intimate way of communicating with you. And so this is where he kind of guides us and instructs us and he gives us all of his promises and lots of great things in there. But when we look at it, we look a little bit closer. It says, do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed. So when we look at transformed, we're like, okay, if we look at the definition just a little bit deeper, it tells us like transform means to um, a few things to change in composition or structure to change the outward form or appearance of something to change in character or condition to cause a cell to undergo genetic transformation so this is an actual shift and change in a renewal of something new right so you're changing composition of something like you're changing um, the character of who you are, you're changing the way that your mind is wired and the way that you think. So that way you can be renewed of mind, have a new mind. So not think the old patterns and the old thoughts, um, but the new thoughts that God is wanting you to think so that you can discern by the power of God what his will is for you, right? And not be deceived by the enemy. When we look at the definition of mind, it tells us that it's the element of a person that enables them to be aware of the world and their experiences. It's where our thoughts, reasoning, and views are, are coming from. So it's really important that we understand um, Romans 12 too. Again, it says, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I guess the question I have for you is like, why is the transformation of our mind so important? And why do we need to even like spend time or think about transforming our mind? I think number one, you know, the Bible, God tells us to do it. And so that's, first and foremost, but, you know, our thoughts and our mind can hold us captive and they can hold us back from God's plans in our lives. And our mind can believe the lies of the enemy. And that leads to like negative thinking, negative patterns, or maybe like inaccuracies or false mindsets and eventually strongholds that we believe to be true in our life. And so what happens is, what matters rather, is what happens in our mind first. We have to um, take control over that and have a in transformation in our mind. And so Satan's number one target is not your body, right? Even though I think for moms, we particularly 
may have goals of like health and fitness, weight loss, eating better, that kind of thing. But the the attack is not on our bodies. Like that's just like the um, a fruit of the attack on our mind. The enemy's number one um, focus and target is our mind and not our body because if he can impact your mind, it will impact your body and it will impact your actions or inaction. So like that is like the control system, the control station of of your body. And so when we accept or adopt the lies of the enemy, then they can become a mindset that controls our life, which is essentially what a stronghold is. Then we live our life with a mind controlling us instead of our spirit, the Holy Spirit in us controlling our mind. So do you see the difference there, right? So when we accept these lies of the enemy in which he harasses us, <laughs> um, and they're really, really hard to turn off, and sometimes it's really hard to control, and perhaps worry or anxiety or even depression will set in, and instead of you leading your mind, your mind starts to lead you. You know, I'm not talking about any like clinical depression or anything like that, because that's a whole nother ball game. But you know, I'm talking about you, the basic general worry and anxiety that that we might feel. And um, I just want you to be completely aware that there is a full out war that has been declared against you and your mind, especially as a mom. If we look at the Bible, 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us, stay alert, exclamation point, (laughs) watch out for the great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And so managing and protecting your mind is one of the most important things for a believer, for you, because your success doesn't start on the outside. It starts in your mind. And so there is like a famous quote, um, you've probably heard it before, but I really believe it. It says, our life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. Again, life moves in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. And so our thoughts are so powerful. God is telling us to be sure that we are renewing our minds and our thoughts because they have such a powerful impact on our lives and us walking out our purpose. And this is like, um, you know, not just an occasional thought, but these are like our states of mind, like the strongest, dominant, most powerful thoughts in our life. The things that just feel like they're on a record over and over in our head that are ongoing, perpetual, consistent, and dominant throughout our body um, and our minds. Rather, they impact our body. There's so much science on them impacting our organs and whatnot. You know, that is so important that we must tackle that first when we're trying to achieve any goals. Because if we don't have that mindset and if we are not protecting against the strategies and 
and the um, attacks of the enemy, then it is going to make it super hard to get to um, the end result that we are wanting. And so in order to make the change in the desire um, that you are wanting, or I'm sorry, in order to make the change that you desire to achieve Maybe it's a resolution for the new year or goals that you've set. Like you must again deal with the root issue that's causing it currently in your life. And the root issue is to keep your mind sound. Like we have to keep your mind sound. A sound mind is again the foundation to any freedom or breakthrough in any area of your life. And so 2 Timothy 1 7 in the Bible tells us, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. God is telling us like, I am giving you a sound mind. So anything outside of a sound mind is not from him, right? So anything that is negative, that's bad, that is shameful, that is um, harmful, that is um, destructive. It is not from him. He is giving you a sound mind. And so, Mama, I ask you, is there any area in your life that you desire breakthrough in? Is your mindset negatively impacting your life? And then also, what lies are you believing as truths? And what emotions are impacting your actions or maybe your inactions? And what mindsets are blocking the victories God has waiting for you, right? So maybe what you can do is you can spend some time and and kind of journal out some of those um, answers to those questions. But what I want to do is help equip you with how to manage your mind because today God wants you to be equipped because again, our life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. And so we want to make sure that our most dominant thoughts are good and of sound mind and our thoughts from the Lord and not thoughts from the enemy trying to take us out right? It's essentially what he's trying to do. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, right? And so we are no longer going to be blindly impacted by this because we now know like the light is on in the darkness, right? That he no longer is going to be able to come at you with those negative mindsets and you just feel like you have no control over it. Now I'm going to give you the tools and equip you to be able to, to kind of, not to kind of, but to, um, to war against and to defeat the the enemy in this area of your life. So that way you can have your freedom and breakthrough and actually achieve your goals that you have set out this year. Yes. And amen to that sister. (laughs) Okay. So I have kind of, let's see, six ways that could be steps, but maybe not in any particular order. I mean, maybe the first several, but the first one, number one is you have to take responsibility of your thoughts and not shift responsibility to others or God, or like blaming others, blaming God for your situation, blaming others 
um, for what's happening to you. Like before you can actually make the shift and have a renewal or transformation in your mind, in your mindsets, um, to bring down the strongholds, like the Bible tells us that we must take responsibility of our thoughts. So number one, take responsibility of your thoughts and you're not going to shift responsibility to others or God or blame others or God. Number two is this is very, very tactical and practical. Um, you have to take care of your brain, right? I heard a pastor one time, a few of them have used this analogy before is, um, our brain is like a piano and then the pianist is like the mind. And so without a well-tuned piano, the pianist can't play every note, right? The brain is essential to our mind. And so things that may damage our brain that we want to, you know, avoid or maybe focus on is um, like, you know, drugs can damage our brain, alcohol damages our brain. Maybe we have poor sleep or sleep deprivation that can hurt or damage our brain. Our nutrition can hurt or damage um, or help rather if it's good nutrition, our brain being in community helps our brain. And so there are things that you must do to take care and protect your brain. Those are your responsibilities. Those are things that you can actually apply in your life, right? We want to take care of our brains so that way your mind can do its work. Again, like the piano and the pianist. If you don't have a healthy brain, it's really hard for your mind to do its work and to be in a sound mind as, as God has given us. That's number two. Number three is to be aware of your thoughts. Like you have to become aware of them before you can do anything about them, right? That's the precursor. And then after you become aware of them, you need to choose that your thoughts are governed by the Holy Spirit rather than your flesh. You don't want your flesh, the world to, um, the enemy of the world to be um, governing your thoughts. You want the Holy Spirit, God, to be governing your thoughts. And if we look at Romans 8, 5, 6, it tells us those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live according to the spirit have their mind set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. First of all, like this um, scripture tells us that our minds can be governed, right? So that God is giving us the authority to govern our minds and that there's different types of governance, right? There's governance from the flesh, which leads to death. And there's governance by the spirit, which is life and peace, right? And so it's up to us to determine by the power and the authority that God and Jesus has given us to make sure to have our spirit be governing our thoughts, right? And so we have to be aware when our flesh is leading us versus our spirit is leading us and call forward the spirit and 
have the flesh take the back seat. And and sometimes this is physical. Like you're really actually saying it. Like spirit man, come forth and take the lead and govern my thoughts. Like that is something that you can actually tell yourself. And you can say flesh, go to the back. Flesh, you are not in charge. Spirit, you are in charge. You govern my thoughts. You have authority over my thoughts. Holy Spirit. You as a believer, as a daughter of Christ, you have that authority to take that dominion over your thoughts and your mind. That is so important, Mama. I want you to make sure you're catching that because that is how we are going to defeat those lies and those torments and the harassment of the enemy in any area of your life, whatever your goals are. And this is how we're going to achieve that breakthrough. You know, the Bible also tells us about fiery darts of the enemy. It also tells us, which is super important, how to defend against them, right? So like he tells us like, hey, the enemy is going to throw fiery darts at us. However, we have a defense. And when we look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, it tells us, in addition to all this, hold up the shield of faith, which Faith is simply your strong belief in God and your complete trust and confidence in God. And that faith that you have is going to stop and defend against those fiery arrows of the devil. All those lies, all those attacks, all the lies of you're not good enough. It's never going to happen. You're not a good mom. You know, you're, you should feel guilty for working. Um, you're never going to lose weight. Like, how are you ever going to let go of sugar? Sugar is too good. Like you're, you just want too much sugar or you don't have time to work out or you're never going to get out of debt or gosh, are you really going to give up that wine? Like, uh, I don't know if you can, like, it's just so good. It makes you feel so great. Like all those lies of the enemy, you will never have financial prosperity because you know what your family, you just don't come from a family that has a lot of money. So you're just going to be like your family. No, we rebuke that in the name of Jesus, right? Like our faith, the faith and the shield that God has given us is what um, we protect against. And again, it goes back to being very intentional about being governed by the Holy Spirit rather than our flesh, our thoughts being governed by the Holy Spirit rather than the flesh. So that is number three. Number four is take your thoughts captive to Christ. We are going to take our thoughts and lay them down at the foot of the cross. 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us, we are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. You have thoughts, mama, but your thoughts are not you, right? So we want you to do the thinking, not the thinking to control you, right? And what this is saying is that we are going to basically get a thought come in our mind and we're going to be the judge of it and saying, is this true? Is this false? Is this of God or is this of the enemy? Is this of heaven or is this of hell? Right? And we're going to take a quick assessment, Mom. 
this is like milliseconds in your brain. Like it doesn't take time. And you have to say like, yes, this is of God. And you let it penetrate deep into your heart and it becomes part of your mindset. Or you're like, you know what? No, it's not. So I'm taking my this thought captive and I'm making it obedient to Christ. Or maybe you don't know, then you make it obedient to Christ because if it's good, Christ will let it in. And if it's not, then he will block it. You know, again, like in Proverbs 23, it tells us that for as we think in our hearts, so are we. There are so many verses about our mindset in the Bible that you can dive deeper into if you'd like. But, you know, I just want to give you these practical tools so that way you are not going to have to live in this frustration and chaos and harassment and um, feeling like you're just never going to achieve the goals that you've set out because mama, the goals and the dreams that you have in your heart, they've been put there by God. And so any area that you feel attacked in, that is an area that is a, um, indication of your purpose. Again, any area that you feel like you're attacked in is basically shedding light on a purpose that God has for you. It's related to that, that um, struggle, that attack from the enemy, because the enemy is not going to attack anything that's not valuable. So he's going to attack us in the ways that is going to prevent us from walking out our plans and purpose of God. And so if you feel like you have a particular area that you're being attacked in, like that is a sure sign that that is a critical area of your life that is connected to your plans and your purpose for God. And that is why it is so important that you're actively fighting against this and that you're taking every thought captive to Christ and you're not allowing any false thought or any thought outside of Jesus to penetrate your heart and to um, become a stronghold or mindset and that is blocking you from all the freedom and the breakthrough that Jesus has for you. You want to tell your mind what to do and you're not going to allow your mind to dictate your emotions and your mood or how you live because either you take authority over your thoughts and you take them captive or they are going to captivate you. Like it's your choice. And mama, now like you know And I want you to open the prison door and walk out. I've heard a presser say that also. I thought that was so powerful. So open that prison door and walk out in your freedom. In Jesus' name. All right. So number five is to fill your mind with the word of God. You've heard me talk about how important it is to read the word. But this is so critical because you want to fill your mind with the truth. You don't want to fill your mind with the lies of the enemy. Either you're going to fill it with the truth of God or the enemy is going to be able to fill it with his lies. If we look at Deuteronomy chapter 11 verses 18, it says, fix these words of mine in your heart and minds, tie them as a symbol on your hand and bind them to your foreheads. And so it's saying, fix Fix these words of mine in your hearts, in your mind. So like make it stick, make it be the dominant thought. And 
and to just be aware of them constantly because God's word is your weapon and it is our sword against the attacks of the enemy. And so you want to fix his word in your mind and you want to just continuously be thinking about the things of God, his word, and then you want to bind them to your forehead, right? That you're constantly thinking about them. You know, the the Bible tells us about strongholds and that we are to break down strongholds by being in the word of God and intentionally and actively warring against the strategies of the enemy because he is attacking us not only to impact us, but to impact our children, right? And so it's even not just about us, but it's about everybody in the world that God has us to serve or to influence. And therefore, Mama, I I am going to just implore you to be active in your thoughts, in your minds, and fight. It is a fight for our lives because that's what Ephesians 6.12 tells us. Like, um, I love the message translation. It's even titled like a fight to the finish. And it says that that God wraps it up, that God is strong and he wants you to be strong. So he is telling us to take everything the master has set out for you while made weapons, the best materials and put them to use so that you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. And that this is no weekend war and we'll walk away. We're not going to walk away from it and forget about it in a couple hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. So mama, fill your mind with the word of God. That is number five. All right. And then the last one is to fully, wholeheartedly love God. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, it tells us, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul in all your mind. Really here, just having that focus on is everything you're doing and saying, honoring God. Are you loving God with all your heart? Are you loving others with all your heart? When you're doing that, um, you're in the um, sound mind that God has created in you. So this is going to help you pull the weeds of um, the the weeds of the enemy to plant new seeds and to water the truth in your life so that you can be transformed and live in freedom, mama. All right, so as a quick recap, the ways that you can um, transform and renew your mind, number one, take responsibility of your thoughts. Number two, take care of your physical brain. Number three, become aware of your thoughts and choose to be governed by the Holy Spirit rather than the flesh. Number four, take your thoughts captive to Christ. Number five, fill your mind with the word and the truth of God. Number six is to fully and wholeheartedly love God. Before we wrap up, I just want to pray with you. Lord, I thank you for um, your love and for your care for us, Lord Jesus. I pray that God brings healing 
to not just our bodies, but also our minds, Lord. And we call the Holy Spirit right now forward and demand that our flesh take a back seat. And we give the Holy Spirit permission to take the will, Lord Jesus. Lord, we ask that you help my friend find just more time and space in her day so that way she can fill her mind with your words rather than the enemy attacking her with um, his lies, Lord Jesus, and that she can use your word as a weapon to win the battle against her mind and any strategy of the enemy. And I pray that she takes every thought captive, Lord Jesus, and she lays it down at your feet and that her mind is renewed and it's transformed according to your plans and purpose for her. Thank you, Lord, for bringing down any strongholds that are blocking her breakthrough and her ability to achieve the goals that you have put in her heart and her mind for this new year, Lord Jesus. I just call forward and prophesy just freedom and breakthrough in all the areas of her life, Lord Jesus, that you have shed light on today for her, Lord Jesus. We um, just believe in you, Jesus. We believe in you, Lord. Help our unbelief. We just lift you up on high, Jesus. We honor you. We praise you. And we we believe in you, Lord Jesus. We believe in your promises. We believe in your um, power. We believe in your protection. Um, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for um, all that you have in store and all the gifts that you have for us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for taking us on this journey and helping to renew and transform our mind according to your will and purpose, Jesus. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. And mama, if you are feeling like you want to um, check out more episodes that are related to kind of similar topic to today, you can check out episode 25, which is realistic and rooted alternative to um, New Year's resolutions for the busy working mom. Episode 26 is um, ready to crush your goals, seven essential steps to achieving your health and fitness goals for the exhausted working mom. Episode 27 is don't skip this if you want to crush your fitness goals. And then episode 32 is redefining what healthy really means according to the word and not the world so that you can feel motivated, confident, and unashamed. And there's so much more. So feel free to check out past episodes. If you are wanting to go deeper in your um, journey, in your relationship within motherhood, I invite you to check out the Rooted Motherhood Method course, which is designed to help you shepherd and connect with your kids through kingdom parenting as a busy working mom using gospel-centered parenting. Um, you can head over to rootedworkingmom.com forward slash course if you want to check out more there. As always, God bless. I'll see you soon. 
Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way. I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time. 